Hi there, welcome back to the I'm Enough podcast. I have tried a different microphone and there is a good one that me and Chris have bought already a couple of years ago, what we rarely used. And unfortunately, it's not really working as I hoped, so I'm not sure if something is wrong with my computer or with the microphone, but I just want to let you know I am trying to get a better voice quality for you. And also, that's a question, if you are familiar with uh, better microphones or options, please let me know. I would really love to solve this issue and so you can hear me better and it's not too loud or too, too weird from the sound there. So open for inputs and feedback. Well, what's going on right now? I was actually thinking to take the time with you for myself and also for you to speak about and look at the things that are uncomfortable to look at. And this is another experiment. So I placed, I pressed the play button for this episode with just a micro micro feeling of what I want to create without allowing my mind so much to take over control of how things need to unfold or what I want to talk about with you or how I'm going to structure it. Just had a feeling of what the topic could be about and just started recording. So my feeling that was present and alive in this moment was taking, taking conscious space for me and inviting you to do the same with me in this session to look at the things that... I am neglecting that I'm not very happy and proud of. And I know that, and this is maybe the first thing that I want to invite into this space without any judgment to look at it, is that I have a tendency to over-intellectualize in, over certain topics. What I mean by that is that I know I have learned to use my mind as a tool pretty well. So when I say mind, what I mean with that is this aspect within me or this tool within me, which is, you know, is capable of abstracting, creating reference points, making plans, um, analyzing certain situations, drawing conclusion based on data that uh, is available to me and so on. And for me, what I enjoy a lot is abstracting um, yes, reality, because I don't know how you think or how you, how, what's your filter for which you're going through life. But at some points I have learned and I started to enjoy it a lot being in this dream world and putting think, not dream world, it's maybe the wrong wording for that, but putting things out of the micro of the smallest things and looking at, the, at them from a hybrid perspective and seeing the bigger picture. And admittedly, I really believe this is a great quality because it makes me a great strategist, a great person, a great visionary um, to work with. But there's also parts of me that I don't like this part so much. Why? Because I catch myself in conversations um, going to this pattern. So um, there's a dear friend of mine um, that I know through the psychedelic society that I deeply love. And I meet with her. And 
because she's such a beautiful, strong character, she's a powerful female leader, a thought leader of her own, and I'm just, you know, like, impressed by her, um, her ability to open up, to share, to show herself vulnerable, and then she's really good in what she's creating, she's structured, she is, um, you know, so many qualities that I admire a lot, and it feels sometimes for me like, not intimidating, intim like I, I'm overwhelmed by this intensity, right? And I know that sometimes when you meet me in person, I might um, appear also quite intense and this can shake someone else up. So with her, what I realize is that sometimes I'm keeping these conversations purely to an intellectual level. So, you know, um, because especially if you have a counterpart who is really good at that, um, she is she's also very capable of abstracting things, analyzing them, putting them into words, which uh, are brilliantly designed to to um, create simplicity in something which is very complex. And this feeds my ego, and I enjoy it. And yes, yeah, so I'm doing the same. But what I realize that I'm doing it not because I enjoy sometimes in this context, this process, but rather because I'm afraid to connect with her deeper or take this relationship, this friendship, this sisterhood connection to a more emotional, deeper level, right? So sometimes it's kind of my safety mechanism. Um, so I can look good or I can intellectualize and connect on her intellectual level. And I don't, I don't believe that's connecting on an intellectual level is anyhow bad or like you know that there's a scale where it puts it less um less well that it's it's less valuable it's not better or worse it's not deeper or lighter it's not about that i just want to have more rarity more potentiality of how i can connect to another human being and especially if i feel that strong desire to connect with her in this way then I would love to 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 do that. And if you have listened to my last episode, I'm just briefly sharing that um, honesty, radical honesty is a beautiful technology, a beautiful medicine that can help us to put down our pants and be who we are and address, I always call it the pink elephant in the room. I know it's not uh, how traditionally you call it. It's called that elephant in the room but I always imagined a pink huge elephant like really light pink so when we say ad like address the pink elephant in the room or elephant in the room what is meant by this is address the obvious state what's going on within you so I told her once I mean on whatsapp that I would love to connect to her deeper but it's sometimes hard for me but I I'm, I'm trying like I'm getting there right so even talking about this with you um, creates with me an uncomfortable feeling because I feel kind of a resistance towards that. I feel a resistance that I would like to be more open, more intuitive, more connecting. I would love to meet everyone from a place of love and, and yeah, light. I have also this part of me that has a lot of struggles accepting that I am not perfect, that me as a human being, me as a woman, me as Alisa, this persona I am, 
I'm not designed to be perfect and to behave perfect in any form. Intellectually, cognitively, I understand that we need to make mistakes, that if there is no rain, there is no sunshine, that it's part of the whole deal. There is no better or worse. And yet another part is so obsessed with this idea that I have to be good all the time. I have to act, think, feel according to my standards, to my expectations. And it's a weird thing because... um, especially when the mind knows the knowledge that perfection for me is seen in the imperfection. I know simply because I am alive and bringing myself to this world and this 3D reality, that's already whole and enough. Like there's nothing that I need to achieve or do. Like the way I am is perfect. There is no goal to arrive at. Another beautiful friend of mine that I met in a party said, um, where are we running to? Towards the grave, right? So there is no end goal. We realize that the end goal is death. So with like, let's not select the experiences that we're making or feeling because they're part of the whole rainbow collection. So I understand this on a mind level and yet really downloading this knowledge to your heart, really feeling this knowledge embodying this knowledge that's probably the terminology that i'm looking um, at is a totally different thing and you might realize everything on a beautiful psychological level but if you're unable to put it into practice to put it into your context into your daily life then this knowledge is useless i shared once at the conference um where um, I was on stage with the, with the audience that knowledge is not power. Only applied knowledge is. And to be uh, like radically honest, I don't think it's a... Uh, I'm quite sure it's not something that I came up with, just a quote that I resonate a lot, but I have no idea who it belonged to. But again, does not matter. What I love is the message. Knowledge isn't power. Only applied knowledge is because it's true this is how I felt and I remember when I was going to therapy in my younger age to dealing with a lot of um, negativity depression a lot of difficult difficult emotional realities and I tried so many different therapists actually um, because part of me of course, obviously had troubles opening up and connecting. And another part of me was trying to protect me. And you see again how I'm like intellectualizing this stuff. So basically what I want to say is that I realized later on what was happening in this therapy sessions is that I was um, feeling kind of um, intellectually more... Um, like superior to the psychologist I always measured kind of like you know how intellectually I can you like play with me this game and if you can then you cannot help me now that was not very helpful because there is a um, what it led to is basically that I protected myself so anytime when she was giving me advice or he was giving me advice I already knew everything. Like in my mind, I already knew how these things 
like what are my mechanisms, why I'm doing the stuff, where this behavior is coming from. Like I had a lot of time to to stay in my mind and to see these dots and connection points. Of course, not everything. You have a lot of blind spots. But my mind was so involved understanding this cognitively and really abstracting it as I say like there is my initial tendency that kind of enjoys this abstraction because it gives me safety understanding control to have an overview but what it helped like what it did not help me with is to bring any change forward because I was rejecting um, ideas practices that they can do I also rejected the input from the psychologist if I felt there is not the same level where we can meet on an intellectual level if I know the philosophers as she does like what what can she teach me like somehow this ego came out and what I notice right now with me as well is that I'm yes like not really proud of that it's it's difficult for me to 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 put it this way because i had never shared this so openly and publicly with others but that's how it was and that's who i am and this is a part of me that i would love to see more and accept more and just feel more right i don't want to look at the way and if i'm talking to you right now i literally see myself like with one of my last therapists like in the room and how i was playing this mental game with her and how i felt like you know how this whole pride like was was rushing for me and like disappointment in her like I really feel it I'm like there and this ver like this 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 version of myself which is sitting in my living room right now is not accepting this version who is sitting with a therapist in this in this on this couch so it's difficult um, I won't lie about that but I think it's necessary and it's very powerful for me at least in this moment to just see that and to ah, take a deep breath and to say it's okay Alisa you don't have to be perfect you cannot expect from you to be perfect all the time this is life okay this is life the imperfection of perfection everything is good everything is fine and that's me that's me this is how I want to feel myself, this is how I want to meet other people, just pure me, pure my essence, and I want to learn to really love this version of myself, like all versions, not one version, like all different colors, even like versions that I have not even been able to unleash or to open up or to show, because there are so many different archetypes that are living within us, and we, I feel like I, and maybe we as humans, just creates this box, this this norm of which archetypes, of which version of ourselves are allowed to be there. And like it's it's hard to understand that you can be literally anything. You can be a shapeshifter, to put it very frankly. So yeah, I invite myself uh, for that more often. And I want to honor right now the space that I was giving myself right now, the permission to look at these things, I am honoring everyone who is listening and going with me on this ride. Thank you so much. And um, now I would love to invite you for, for a game. So just close your eyes for one moment with me. Take a deep breath. One more time through your nose.
Keep your eyes closed. Just for a brief moment. My invitation is not just to consume what you have heard so far. Make this exercise, this playful exploration with yourself. Just sit down. If it helps, take a microphone, take your phone, smartphone and record yourself. Or just take maybe a journal and write down. And just let it flow. Ask yourself what are the parts that you would like to honor that you have maybe not dedicating so much attention to. Which are the parts that are hard to love for you. And without any expectation, without any rule or, you know, feeling that something needs to happen, just see what happens. But it's it can be very powerful if you just give yourself the permission to create a space to feel all of you. And I would love to have for you to have this experience so you can feel yourself more and also go with me on this journey of accepting every ugly and beautiful and uh, silly and intense and light quality of yourself so aho sister aho aho and see you soon